You are listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 295. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Hello, it's Marisa here talking to you about one of my favorite subjects, planning. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's planning time. Oh my goodness. Did I just sing to you? Not only that, did I just sing to you with a some congestion. I am still recovering, but feeling much better. And I hope that you had a beautiful celebratory Thanksgiving for everyone who celebrated here in the States. I took a week off from the podcast to enjoy the holiday as well. But It goes without saying that the biggest heartfelt thank you for listening to the podcast, for joining me on the artist's journey, for continuing to support my work with Creative Thursday. I am forever grateful and so appreciative of you. I hope that you can feel that coming through the airwaves. And if you hear any rustling in the background, are you coming back up? This podcast is being recorded with Anderson Cooper, the cat. I don't have a special guest. I don't have the journalist and podcaster. He's a podcaster. Maybe one day he'll come and join me on the podcast. But Anderson Cooper is here sitting in my lap to send you a greeting of gratitude as well. All right, let's talk about planning. So if you know me, you know that planning was not my favorite thing or favorite time of the year. Truly, I do love this time of year. I am just filled with joy over the start of the season. And I have to let you know, as we talk about planning, the new 2023 Creative Planner is here. It's available. I will not break into song again. I promise. It's available for pre-order and it will be shipping out soon. You can head over to creativethursday.com. I love this year. I love, I love this time of year, not only for just the spirit of the season, but this is a time where I lean into making some art because I just get so inspired. And I think I may be releasing some ornaments next week as well. 
just for fun, just because I love making them. And I know that you love collecting them. They are keepsakes. I have a whole bunch that I've made over the years. And I think, did I promise this already? I will make a reel this year of a whole variety of ornaments made from childhood on. That is my plan. That is my my promise to you. It's something I've loved doing since childhood. And I can't imagine a holiday season without making them. So I can't promise how many I will make, but I plan to make them. And then I may, depending upon the schedule, the energy level, we're not pushing ourselves, definitely not pushing ourselves, definitely taking some time for more healing and rest during this season. But I may be releasing new paintings on December 15th. I'll keep you posted. The best way to keep in touch, of course, is through email on creativethursday.com. So today, short and sweet, I want to share with you a new evolution to my planning. It's a planning tip that you may find really helpful. And the reason I never thought to organize my thoughts this way or organize my plan this way is because I, for the longest time, was just planning for me, meaning I'm making a to-do list, if you will, making lists. And I'm not really organizing that list into projects. And what changed that method of planning and thinking for me is working in project management software. And I can't even believe I'm uttering those words. I was like, what are you talking? What is project management software? What is that? Well, as it turns out, when you grow and you have a team, we are a team of two, Nico and I, and Nico has been working with me full time since April. And so we are in touch every day, Monday through Thursday, sometimes Friday. and it's important that we're on the same page and we are growing so that as we grow and we invite additional team members to come and support us, that we can communicate effectively, efficiently in a very clear fashion. And As it turns out, project management software is really good for that. Now, it has taken me, and I'm still learning, it has taken me some time to really adjust to planning ahead, first of all, Uh, second of all, to be communicating that in enough time so that we aren't working on everything last minute to learn how project management software works. I know you exist out there who that is your entire specialty. I mean, that's an entire career is being a project manager. I believe that can be a job title is I am the project manager. And there are all these tools out here and I will share with you my favorite as well, along with this planning tip that I use with pen and paper. But it's been a journey for me to really adopt these habits and I'm still learning. I share that with you 
let me close my email. <laughs> oh my goodness. I share that with you to say, give yourself grace and patience when you are adopting a new habit, a new approach to really approach to living my life. It's not just for my business. It's that everything, I want everything to work with as much ease and efficiency as possible. And I'm not talking about stressing myself out here. You know, being sick for a couple of weeks, I really came to understand how prioritizing can be so effective and is so important because if you're not feeling well, and I I was that kind of not feeling well where you don't have a lot of energy, but you don't need to sleep all of the day. You still have some energy to focus. And so I have a laptop. I was able to do some work without pushing myself. And it was interesting how it became very clear what the priorities were for the time that I was working. Like what's the most important because that's all the I have the energy for. And truly, that's what I think we want to be doing every week. What is really the most important because what's so inspiring to see as we close another year and I've used my creative planner almost every single week. I think I may have missed a couple, but the cool thing is there are no dates. So it didn't matter, no dates. I just picked up with the next week. I can see looking back, everything gets done. It really does. There's no need to create so much, for me anyway, anxiety around it getting done because it does. And as I was sharing, I continually learn to be more ahead of schedule actually recording this podcast ahead of schedule. And that is a win, my friend. <laughs> that is a win. Now you know why I put wins in the creative planner because it's important to take note of where you are making progress so that it cements that into your mind. I've talked briefly about this. I'm not a scientist. I do not pretend to be one on TV throwback to an old joke from way back when. But I do understand the science of the brain more because I couldn't, before I, I gained an understanding of how neural pathways work and how our brains are formed and continually aiming for trying to keep us safe. That's the priority of the brain, which means change is not always welcome, which means that change might actually feel a little bit more challenging to adopt than you originally thought. Once I came to understand that, because I couldn't figure out why things felt like they weren't sticking, changes and proclamations I was making, why aren't they sticking? The goals that we make in the new year, everything that we're going to do, there's a lot of reasons why. And remembering that it takes time, but also understanding how your brain works is so helpful in understanding how you can begin to adopt a new way of being. It's really what it comes down to. So this is how working in project management software and taking what I'm learning through that process and applying it to my paper, Creative Planner, every week 
has been a game changer for me. I now make my task lists inside of projects. <laughs> drum, drum roll, please. That is incredible, right? You may be listening and say, and yeah, that's what you do. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't know to think like that because there are multiple projects happening every week, at least in our creative business. There are multiple projects happening every week. And within each of those projects are various tasks. And within those tasks are tasks that have a higher priority. So within project management software, and the favorite that I'm using now is ClickUp. Uh, it's just C-L-I-C-K dash up. And I have used monday.com. I have used Trello can be used for this. That was the first software I was introduced to that was remotely introducing me to the concept of project management and Airtable. And we still use Airtable, love Airtable. However, when I was using it for project management, it got very clunky, very fast. Now, some of that may be due to the fact that I'm just scratching the surface on what we can do within these tools. My other recommendation, if you're a business owner, is to make sure that you pick a tool and then stick with it long enough that you can actually learn it and make some traction. I didn't really do that, but now we're sticking with one. And in a way, it was nice to try a number of them, especially because I do teach on planning now. And I designed this creative planner and, you know, it's a bit of a side passion for me to understand how to navigate with harmony. Uh, I don't call it balance, right? I call it harmony to have a harmonious approach to how we juggle all the things that we do. And so project management software is now a part of that, especially because I have a team, especially for as we grow, that there will be a really solid foundation in place when we're ready to bring someone on and they can dive right in. And then also just to communicate effectively between two people that do not share the same physical office space and are connected virtually as many of us are today. So I take that concept of the project. So in ClickUp, you're organizing in what are called spaces. You are organizing your projects. So the spaces are basically your projects. All of these tools have their own language. <laughs> then within the spaces are the lists. And Within the list, you can break all kinds of things down as well. I'm actually going to look at ClickUp right now to make sure that I am labeling it correctly because it took me a minute to adjust. Yeah, it's the, the spaces that then break down into lists and it's uh, it's pretty amazing. You can have all kinds of things, including Airtable and ClickUp can talk to each other. And you can talk to your Google Calendar. And, and don't let me geek out about all of this. If you want me to talk to you about project management software, one day I will happily do that as I become more proficient as well. So I took those projects and then 
I translated them into my planner. So in the creative planner, because the way that I like to plan and what a way that is also often recommended is that you do what's called a little bit of a brain dump where you take everything in your head and you put it in one place. And each week I have a longer panel on the side, this vertical column where I list everything I'd like to get accomplished that week without judging it, just getting it out of my head and putting it on that list. And when you're doing this weekly, it works out really well where it's not a huge list, right? There are also monthly and quarterly breakdowns, and that's where you want to do even more of that. You can even do, I've been doing these mind maps of all the projects and then every task that's associated with it. I might do more of those at the beginning of the month or throughout the quarter and then bring a simpler version of that each week, whatever method works for you. But I find just listing it all out and then moving them over, which is is similar to this project management idea where you're listing everything that has to be done in the project and then you're allocating it You're directing it to the best time, day, you're putting a deadline on it, and then you're moving those tasks around your week or your month or your quarter or your year, however you are laying out your particular project. So I then list the projects in that list. So as an example, the projects that we have every week are the expansive artists, the ongoing community that I mentor. And we have something happening every week. So there are certain tasks that are also happening automatically, not automatically, we're doing them every single week. And then depending upon what other mentoring programs are going, I will be hosting another session or teaching another session rather of artful selling in January. So then artful selling becomes one of those projects. But right now we're preparing for the profitable artist plan, which will be happening in January. So stay tuned. We can geek out even more about planning during that week. You can kick off your year beautifully and know what you have in store because the very cool thing about planning, if I haven't said it, recently is that it really builds upon itself. So it might feel really clunky when you start to do this practice, but when you keep it up to some degree of consistency, you will really reap the benefits of that. So we're prepping for the Profitable Artist Plan. We will be launching and opening the doors to Artful Selling. And so the tasks for that may be happening now. Some of those tasks are happening now because we're working to be ahead of schedule. Yes. And I also have a Shopify shop in December. So I have the 2023 Creative Thursday Classics calendar is in the studio now and is shipping out this week. And the Creative Planner is arriving any day now that will be shipping out Ornaments are going to be released and possibly this collection, coming back to art collection. 
And so there are a lot of tasks that need to happen within the project of what I call Shopify, but I separate my Shopify shop from my art making as well. So art making is another project. The profitable artist plan is a project. There are a lot of moving parts to that week when we come together and do our planning. And we also have the Red Dot Society. I am going to be hosting that the first quarter where it's a small group coaching opportunity with me. I'll be talking about it soon in an email if you didn't get an advance invite yet. If it's something that you're interested in doing, please reach out to me so we can make sure that it's the right fit for you. It's limited to 10 artists only. So it's a really small group and that's the Red Dot Society inspired by getting a red dot on your artwork in a show. It's best feeling ever. I love it. Put that little red dot on your artwork. Make art you love. Love selling the art you make. That is what the Red Dot Society about is about. And that is another project. And then I also put education because I'm actively learning, working with coaches, Facebook ads support. I put that as a project as well. I also have any administrative tasks can be a project. And then I also list personal as one of those projects. I know sometimes that question comes up. Do I separate my personal from business? And the answer for me is no. I've given a lot of thought to that, but to me, my week encompasses all of it. And so separating it feels it feels confusing to me. And so I like to just keep the personal in a separate quote unquote project. And then when I look at all of those projects and something may be happening in all of those projects on any given week, and that can sound complex. And sometimes, honestly, it, it can feel that way. But all of these projects have been in place for anywhere between three, one to three years. And so we have processes in place. We are not creating everything from scratch. That really important lesson I learned that we don't constantly need to be making something new like the Daily Painting Method Masterclass, which you can just purchase now. You can go to creativethursday.com or go to dailypaintingmethod.com and purchase the recording of that. That was so fun. One of my most favorite masterclasses to teach and it is jam-packed. It's uh, just over two and a half hours and you'll have everything that you need to launch your own version of the daily painting method, including a marketing strategy that one of our expansive artist members, Molly, took and is already putting it out like within days of taking the daily painting method masterclass. It's so exciting because I know, I know what a difference this can make for you as an artist. By digress, I just want to make sure you know that you can get access, instant access to the recording of that. And 
there are a lot of details to all of these projects. And I was saying, we don't want to create new, but technically the daily painting method supports all of the other projects I have going technically. But I think that's really one of the few new offerings I've made in the last couple of years. And so we're doing our best to refine as we go and truly just separating the tasks instead of one long to-do list, which is what I used to do. Well, it wasn't so much a to-do list. I mean, I guess it was, but it was a long task list. Everything that was on my mind to put it into these projects makes so much more sense to me calms my brain a little bit. And then it certainly correlates. What I do is I like to, on Sundays, write out the projects, write out what I intend to accomplish for the week. And then I move that when, I, when I'm doing well at this, still new habit, time involved, setting aside that time. But then I move those tasks to click up. Now, the very cool thing with digital project management is that you can repeat tasks. So if I'm recording a podcast and this episode goes to our editor, James, give James a shout out, then that's happening almost every week. And so those tasks you can set to automate. So it will remind you, it will remind you, and you're just putting it in once. You're just writing it once. Now, certainly in the planner, I will write it out. And for me, that just helps. Neural pathways, again, I love the practice of putting pen to paper. And it's a way that I have learned versus typing it digitally. I have learned that it helps me ground myself and organize my thoughts by doing that first. So this is years in the making, really. How long have I really been geeking out about planning? Probably the last three, three and a half years, you think? I I believe that we're about at that mark, maybe a little bit longer. And it just becomes a practice like anything else, we get better at it the more that we do it. And I get very elated, honestly, <laughs> elated when I have a bit of a breakthrough when it comes to my planning. So that is the intention of this episode is to give you another suggestion, another tip to try and to encourage you to begin thinking about your year now. It's really, I know it can feel a little bit stacked, especially during the holidays. I get it. But there's usually a couple of quiet moments in there. I hope there are for you. There definitely are for me. And it allows me to just have enough space, enough breathing space to have a clear perspective for what I'm working on. And this year I intend to have all of my dates for the entire year. That is my plan. And we may, if it's not coming this year, it's coming next year. I'll just give you a heads up on that. That's also a project that is listed. Be having an in-person art retreat. And actually there may be an in-person event, an art event here in Los Angeles in June, the first weekend of June. Okay. All right. Maybe, 
put that, put that in your pocket. <laughs> I will circle back if you are a podcast listener, but you are, if you're listening this far, thank you. And you just got a little heads up on a tip there. And uh, typically I make these announcements and, and open up these invitations to the expansive artists first. So if you're in the expansive artists, you'll, you'll, Definitely be the first to hear about it. If you're not with us in the Expansive Artist, I don't know what you're doing. Come join us. And we will be reopening in 2023. We might have just had a quick opening. So I hope you got those emails. You want to make sure that you're on the wait list, which you can get to also at creativethursday.com. Because we love to take care of our members and give them first access first dibs. Sometimes they also get special rates uh, as a thank you for being part of our community and uh, just appreciation. Appreciation for you as podcast listener, appreciation for our expansive artist members, for all in our Creative Thursday family. It's wonderful to be with you. Looking forward to sharing more this season. And until next time, friends, happy December. Happy start to the festive season. And thank you for listening. And don't forget to order your creative planner at creativethursday.com. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.